All right, guys, it's me again, Chloe Lene, and we're back with episode two of Undercover Hot Girl, the podcast. Holy shit, you guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I never thought I would be sitting here. I'm not, I didn't think I would get past episode one, much less sitting here recording episode two at high demand. You guys, the response, I can't even put it into words and I'm going to try, but the response to episode one was so overwhelming. The way that it has just had me on a high for like almost a whole week now, I'm, it's beyond. I just thank you guys all so much for taking the time to listen. And especially if you're back for episode two, you have no idea how much this means to me. Thank you so much for supporting my dreams, and let's get into it. Episode two, here we go. Last week was matcha. Today, I've got some homemade iced tea. I usually start to like shift away from convenience, which is Starbucks for me, um, like during fall and winter. I know pumpkin spice latte is like the rave for most girlies. It's just not for me, but uh, for me during the fall and the winter, I love to steep my own tea at home and then if I want it hot, I'll keep it hot or if I want it iced, I will put a little trick for you guys in here. So if you want to make your own iced tea at home, there's two really great ways to do this. One is sun tea, which is like very traditional very I don't even know how to my oma my dad's mom used to make sun tea and it gets so hot in Texas where I grew up that it would just sit outside all day and steep and then by supper time we would have tea and it was amazing and so delicious and I know that she would always say she didn't put sugar in there but we all know she did um (laughs) anyways so another way to do it really easy and really quick is steep your tea like normal like hot tea steep it and then maybe let it steep like a minute or two over what you would steep it if it were hot like so how strong you want it hot is not how strong you want to make it for iced you want to make it a little stronger iced because what you're going to do is you're going to fill up your whole entire cup with ice and then once your tea is done steeping you're going to pour the hot tea over the ice And it's going to water the ice down a little bit and make the tea a little bit less strong in flavor. So you got to you got to like play with it and and until you kind of figure out the formula for what you like. But anyways, that's my little tidbit for making iced tea at home. And it's delicious. My favorite tea line is Art of Tea. And it's actually based here in Los Angeles and it's a woman owned company. So shout out Art of Tea. Hopefully one day they sponsor me. Anyways. Episode two, this is going to sound really ass backwards because I was just talking about how grateful and overwhelmed I felt by the support and love for the podcast, but I want to talk about how hard it is to be on a journey where you're kind of lonely. So for this episode, I really just want to talk about feeling lonely, how it's fucking normal and how you can use it as the catalyst for 
new adventures, new things. I think it's something that is really important to acknowledge that there's ebbs and flows in life. There's, you're just not always going to be in the flow state. Sometimes you're going to need to put it on pause and that's okay. And it's normal. And everybody should have grace with themselves when going through that. And I feel like this is really fresh for me because I'm still actively pulling myself out of that exact feeling. And one thing that I just, it's beyond me, is that this podcast, checking the stats every day and seeing it go up and up and up in downloads, it's like fire for me like I am high on it like I wake up every day and I'm like oh my god I gotta check the stats and I'm just so juiced off of that feeling that I literally like I'm like okay what can I do next what can I bring out of myself next because that came from the pitch black of my darkest times like that came from Let me tell you guys something. The day that I sat down and decided I was going to do this and actually do it and not stop until it was uploaded on the internet was a day that I just spent probably three days straight crying about how lonely I felt. Then I was looking forward to this particular day. Three different people I had plans with Each one of them canceled on me (laughs) and I just felt knocked the fuck down. I felt like my knees had been taken out from under me. I really felt like at a low of lows. I can't even like, I just can't, I can't even tell you guys. So I called my friend who lives in Charlotte, shout out C. And I'm like kind of honestly just dumping my mood on her I'm not in like a negative way but I was like dude I just feel like really stuck I feel like shit like I you know I was just telling her how I felt like I don't feel good about where I am in my life and I just want to be doing so much more with my time like it's I'm just disappointing myself each and every day and it puts me further down in in the misery and the depression and I mentioned the podcast and how it was something and She was like, listen, what are the steps you need to take? And I told her, and it's the funniest thing. It was like three last things I needed to do, like tweak the recording, edit the audio, upload it onto the host site, like done. And she goes, what is wrong with you? Like, just do it. It's simple. Like you're looking at three steps. Like you need to just do it. And she was like, okay, so give me a deadline. When are you going to have it done? And like literally just like presses the gas on me, like literally just pushes me into a corner. And she's like, okay, so you want to have it done by Monday? All right, well, I'm going to text you tonight and see if you've started editing because that's the first step and you need to have it done by today if you're going to have this done by Monday. So I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, totally. And she's like, and if you don't, you're going to be embarrassed when I text you and you haven't done this. Fuck me up. She was right. So 
two or three hours later, she texts me. I'm sitting in a bubble bath, dicking around on Instagram. Okay, had I touched my podcast? Absolutely not. She texts me and she goes, have you started editing? Guess what the first thing I felt was? fucking embarrassed. I drained my bath. I got out. I grabbed my iPad and I sat in front of my iPad for the next 18 hours straight surviving on girl snacks and tears until this podcast was on the internet period. And that for me, any other day I would have sat around. I would have felt so bad about myself. I would have felt lonely. I would have cried about the canceled plans I just so happened to reach out to the right friend who was like, look, you can stay in this low of lows. You can do nothing with your fucking life or, and you can feel embarrassed about it, or you can snap to it, pal, and like get this shit done because it's like not that hard. And well, it was hard, but like you can do it and you're going to do it or you're going to feel embarrassed and regret never doing it. So I think one thing is like, if you're feeling lonely, reach out to a friend, reach out to the right friend, reach out to a friend who's not going to sit in it with you. Reach out to a friend who's going to like light a fire under your ass so that you crawl out of that deep black hole before you get fucking burned. Okay. Next thing is find a fucking project, find a project and work on it and work on it until it's done. Work on it until it's completed because I promise you the way it feels after completion is better than drugs. And I have done a lot of drugs. It's better than drugs, okay? It gives you a high that creates this like unshakable momentum. And you know what's funny is when you're on that high, you put out the vibrational energy that reattracts your friends and reattracts dates and reattracts the people that just love you and want to be around you but you isolate yourself when you're in the dark and when you're feeling proud of yourself and confident you're on track with your projects and you're just constantly doing something that feeds your soul your mind your body and the people around you are recognizing that you're going to attract the attention and the energy and all that shit that you were wanting when you were fucking lonely. So just buckle up, baby. Just get comfy with feeling a little lonely every now and then and start looking for the lesson. I saw the podcast as a solution to one of my problems. I saw a lack of social life and community in my own life And I'm using this podcast to create my own community. So feeling alone in your 20s, I know a lot of people who combat this with serial dating or, you know, some people went to college and and came out of it with major friend groups and major connections and like major things to hang on to from that. Some people work a job where, most people work a job where they like, see people every day and like probably are friends with their coworkers. That's just not me. Um, and so my 20s look really fucking lonely sometimes, you guys. <laughs> like I moved out of my home state and then I moved to another new state 
And even when, like, from childhood into adulthood, I've been super, super independent and not lonely, but alone, you know? And I just, it's just something that's kind of always been a theme of my life. And the further I get into it, the further I lean into it, the more I understand what it brings to my life. And I really appreciate being alone. I don't see it as loneliness so much. However, there are still the days, the weeks, sometimes the months, where I feel very, very, very lonely. And usually great things come of that. Like usually I put my head down and I just work until I burn out because what the fuck else am I going to do? Don't have anyone to hang out with. My family all live in different states. I don't really have a lot of friends in California. I have quality friends, not quantity friends. So might as well work. You know, that's just kind of how my brain works. And thank God for that. Even my dating life, like I don't date normally. It's just not where my interest lies. Also, being in the sugar world, I date with a purpose. Like I deliberately date people who I know are aligned with the things that I expect out of dating um, or I expect out of my life partner at that, right? And like, why would I date somebody who isn't really aligned with the vision of my life partner? That's a waste of my time. Most of the people I encounter aren't that person. So I'd rather just skip that and not involve myself. Um, but a result of that is, again, not having plans and sometimes feeling lonely. So whatever, fuck it. <laughs> but anyways, so... Feeling lonely isn't always a bad thing. I think learning how to shift feeling lonely into appreciating being alone is a big, big thing. And once you learn how to do that, the lonely days are very few and far between. The appreciation for being alone, you can listen to your music as loud as you want. If you don't want to make your bed, you don't have to. If you don't want to wash your face, you don't have to. This is disgusting, but if you don't want to shower that day, you don't have to. Like, (laughs) you get the point. Anyways, being alone, you have all the freedom over your life and you don't have to calculate and curate and design your life alongside someone else. You get to decide what the fuck your life is. And I think that that's really important for people to experience, especially in their 20s, while they're still piecing their life together so that once your life partner does come along, you are established. You know who you are and that's unshakable and they will love you for who you are, for who you developed yourself to be and for who that loneliness shaped you to be the times you put your head down and worked through the loneliness to make yourself and your life better and happier and easier to fucking be stuck in (laughs) okay so at the end of the day i think learning how to use these feelings that we experience that can be really overwhelming like it's a process but it's so worth it to do the work and that's just my opinion Again, I'm also still riding the high of launching the podcast and the way that that feels, but that was single-handedly a result 
of my loneliness. I had nothing but time and no distractions to sit down and see this through. And just the way I feel and like having so many people recognize this and offer their encouragement and their positive feedback and literally people just telling me left and right that they're proud of me and that they can't wait for the next episode it's just like beyond me because 10 days ago I couldn't get out of bed I was crying every day I didn't want to get out of bed I didn't want to go to the gym I didn't want to work I didn't want to do anything Like, and I'd felt like that for a while. The most I could do every day was get myself out of bed and go to Pilates or go to the gym. But then I would come home and get back in bed and cry. That's just not how I want to live my life. And so I'm using this momentum and I'm just going to keep it going. Um, And I encourage anyone who's feeling the struggle of loneliness to, one, reach out to me. Two, reach out to any friend you feel like will light that fire under your ass. And three, look for a project or a hobby or something that you've been really gravitating towards, but just you haven't done the exploring and discovering of this new hobby yet. Go ahead and do it. Allow yourself to wake up with a fresh mind and a fresh heart and just make it day one. And if every day is a new day and you have to start over every day, that's fine. That is okay. Keep it going. If you're struggling with loneliness, try to lean into what is this teaching me? How can I use it in my life? And how can I use it to make my life a much happier place for me? I don't want to have to escape with the distraction of others from my own life. I want to be able to sit alone in my life and enjoy it. That's it. So I'm going to wrap that up um, and move on to, I need tea. So I am going to keep my favorites slash like current habits segment at the end of every episode. So right now I want to talk about skincare. I'm like obsessed with my skincare and two major things I've noticed just makes such a difference in my skincare is using toner and I really really love actually the ordinary glycolic toner. I also love, side note, this I wasn't even going to mention this, but I love Caudalie, the skincare brand. Caudalie, it's all clean skincare and it's a French based skincare brand. Um, The second thing is I drink ERW water from my friend Angie. Her Instagram is at Eiffelbod. She also has at Get Healthy Angie on Instagram. She is the plug for this water, okay? And all I'm going to tell you is it's magic water. And if she's not local to you, she can tell you how to access it. So hit her up. Um, another thing I'm really obsessed with right now is my Pilates. I used to be really big in the gym. I used to lift weights every single day, like a psycho. Um, but for me right now, Pilates is like something that I just love and it's really saved my life. On the days that I could not get myself out of bed, I would book Pilates class knowing that 
I wouldn't want to pay the cancellation fee and I wouldn't want to cancel the class because I hate canceling things. So I would book the class like days before or weeks before thinking like, oh, it's so far out. I won't, I'll be better by then. And I wouldn't have been better by then. So like by the time the class rolled around, I would be like, fuck, I have to actually get up and go to this. And I would go and I would socialize and I would get this insane meditative workout in those were the only days I would feel charged up enough to like live a real life otherwise the other days I would just stay in bed all day insane so Pilates I go to tunnel in Venice if you live in LA that you have to try it it's insane another thing I am really in love with and I've been doing this for a long time but still a current favorite. I use as much glassware in my kitchen as I can. So like my bowls are reused glass bowls from Creation, which is like this health store that I bought, like bought soup in it and it came in a glass bowl. So I reuse those for my bowls for literally everything. And it's also kind of aesthetic. I like love that. I reuse mason jars. I kid you not from like pasta sauce or like my little treats and nuts that I get from Erwan. Like I use those glass jars as my drinking glasses. I also use the Erwan and Creation like smoothie bottles as my not obviously not the plastic cups the glass bottles as like my on the go glasses so I'm just like a weirdo and I all my dishes are like from my grandmother's house like I just have old stuff and I like it that way and I have like reused stuff not really old stuff reused stuff and I like it that way It's not like me, again, it's not me trying to be a hot girl. It's not me like, oh, save the planet. I'm like, I love saving the planet, but I also just love my glassware. I don't know what it is. And the sound it makes, you guys. Glass straw, glass mason jar drinking glass. The ASMR is unmatched, okay? Anyways, so it's just like, it's a fully pleasurable experience. Um, (laughs) And then, let's see. In honor of it being the beginning of the month, another one of my favorite things to do, and I do this every single month, at the beginning of the month. This is probably not very like revolutionary or original, by the way. But what I like to do is I journal every single day and... A special journal I do at the beginning and the middle and the end of the month is I love to journal my month's goals, to-dos, manifestations, focuses, etc. And then I keep track of it throughout the month. Like I'll touch base mid-month and then I'll touch base again at the end of the month and see what I accomplished. And I go through and I like check everything off. I carry over anything that needs to be carried over into the next month that I maybe didn't complete or just isn't fully through the process yet. And it just feels so good to see that you can really accomplish big things if you course it out over a month's time or a couple months time or whatever and you keep track of it and you keep touching on it over the month like it just feels really really good to actually be able to track your progress and to see 
oh my god, maybe you manifested something really special into your life and to be able to see you wrote that down and then 30 days later or a few months later you go back and you see that you manifested that into your life, it just adds to the energy and the vibration of the power you feel towards your own manifestations and towards the power you have within the time you have. So even if it's not a manifestation, it's a goal. You are able to course that goal out over a month or month's time. You are able to track your progress so much better and so much differently. And you really see the progress differently than if you're just like blindly doing it. It's a, it's a big thing. Anyways, I love that. That's always been something I just can't get over and I will never stop doing. Some of my not favorites. Let's talk about the not favorites. When people can't just be themselves, what the fuck is that about? What are, what, and I know like a lot of this is like the influence of social media and all that shit. I, I am over the copy and paste people, you guys. I'm done. I'm done with it. And I think it stems from a lack of confidence and a lack of validating yourself and who you truly are. So I just think it's a little bit weirdo energy. I've definitely been guilty of doing it in the past. I work actively and really fucking hard to not be that person these days i'm not into it um and i think i'll probably make like a whole episode where i deep dive on this anyways next thing i am not like in favor of is how reactionary i am and i think that once i really crack the code i will do a whole episode on this because i think i really need to still sit with myself on this one But once I know more and once I understand more, I do want to talk about how being reactionary is so detrimental to our lives and how I've seen it just blow my own life up time and time and time again. Holy fuck. Anyways, I definitely want to talk about that, but it's it's probably one of my least favorite things in my life right now. So that thank you so much for coming back for round two and i'm just gonna keep this train on the tracks hopefully i feel like i did a really good job this time of not being a runaway train but i also think it's kind of fun when i'm chaotic you let me know what you think um one thing i want to announce is i am launching merch for undercover hot girl so stay tuned for that i'm thinking market bags like reusable grocery bag type farmer's market bags and then um sweatshirts so just for funsies i will be keeping you guys updated on the merch um but yeah this has been so much fun Keep up with the podcast on social media at undercover hot girl underscore podcast. And my social media is at Chloe Linnae. But yeah, looking forward to launching the next episode and seeing how you guys like this one.